With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. This is not Paul Charchi, and this is Matt Harrison, along with Brian Johnson. It's what Fantasy it? Football Weekly, a day late, a buck short. Well, I ruined it by <laughs> talking over you. I was going to say, what if we were Paul Charchi, and he was just one person who did all the voices, like <laughs> Manti Teo's big girlfriend? He's, he's been doing all of our voices for years. It's, it's, it's quite the impressive. He's like the Frank Oz of Fantasy yeah. Football. But, um Charge is out today under the weather. So uh, Matt and Brian filling in on the weekly fantasy football weekly show. Uh, and we're going to talk free agency all over today. The the guys at all of the positions that uh, may land on a different team this year. But we have to start with the big trade. And because we're recording this on Saturday, we got to see this yeah. trade that went down Friday afternoon. And the Bears trade out of pick. Number one overall to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Bears receive pick nine, pick 61. DJ Moore, which might be the most interesting trade piece so far, a 24 first and a 25 second. Brian, instant reaction. Instant reaction. Definite upgrade for uh, Justin Fields, of course. <laughs> Finally has a, a competent wide receiver. Definite um, upgrade for DJ Moore, too, right? It almost feels like a, a lateral move to <laughs> okay. me. I don't know. It's not a bad thing, but um, people knock Justin Fields as a passer. I think he's a good passer. He's never had good weapons. He's never had a, a DJ more before, but um, true. I'm not bumping. He doesn't change a whole lot for me. I don't think it gets worse. It's not a worse situation for a more. Yeah. It, it certainly helps Fields more than it helps more. I think uh, Terrace Marshall now is certainly... Very interesting on the Carolina side. Yeah, absolutely. There's no one left there. I well, mean, specifically since they don't have a first or a second, they're not taking a wide receiver in the second round yeah. unless they're making some crazy moves here. Unlikely. Um, yeah, they're not with the uh, first overall pick either. <laughs> taking a wide receiver. <laughs> well, maybe we'll talk about some wide receivers later in the show that Carolina can pick up. So Terrace Marshall bumped up, and I believe it's Shy Smith, who's getting some run <laughs> last year. Those, wow. are, those are your two starting uh, wide receivers for the Panthers who also don't have a running back <laughs> and uh, 
I've never had a tight end. It's kind except, of a full rebuild there. Except for Dan Arnold for a couple weeks, but they traded him. That was stupid. But, uh, um, big yeah. win for Chicago in, in reality football. But uh, it, it was noted at, uh, at Indy at the Combine that Frank Reich said that Bryce Young was a little short for the position and his liking. But uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see if, if the Panthers do go in on Bryce Young at number one overall or if they've got C.J. Stroud penciled in there. Yeah, it's certainly going to be a quarterback. If you're if you're a gambling man, and uh, we both are, I've already got my money on Will Levis. I, I do too. <laughs> I'm, I'm I, a Will Levis number one overall pick uh, bet in Vegas right now uh, at MGM. What, what, so. what odds did you get on it? I think it was like plus 1,800 or something yeah, I got, like that. I got 30 to 1, and it's going to be a quarterback. I'm not sold on any of these guys. Yeah. I, I feel like the Panthers are going to go with the, the high upside options, and that's Richardson and... Levis. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Levis is the best, but I'm like with those, at those odds all day, Definitely. I'll take my chance. It feels like a 25% chance to me. It's just going to be one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to give me 30 to one on one of them, I'm taking it. That's so. true. All right. So let's talk about some of the, uh, free agent guys. And, uh, you know, the guy that, uh, is probably the most interesting player. Who's not technically a free agent, but kind of a free agent. That's Lamar Jackson. Who's on the non-exclusive franchise tag. Um, there's been a lot of reports out there that say the Falcons are out, the Dolphins are out, and the Dolphins actually uh, said that they were going to pick up Tua's fifth-year option. Uh, but there's there's a lot of steam out there that says a lot of these teams are out on paying two first-round picks and then paying Lamar Jackson. I, I It kind of feels a little collusion-y, like the Colin Kaepernick thing, like nobody wants to give Lamar Jackson guaranteed money for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Because he just wants more than Deshaun Watson got. I don't believe what anyone's saying about anything <laughs> in this situation. <laughs> it's strange. I, I've seen a lot of uh, steam on the Colts maybe being the team that goes after Lamar Jackson. Uh, the Lions are getting thrown out there. Yeah. Um, the Raiders would be an interesting spot. I don't know why the Jets aren't. Throwing their hat in the ring. I think, the, to- I think the Jets and the and Rodgers have a, or the Jets and the Packers have a deal in place. They're waiting on Rodgers. Yeah, but still, yeah. I would still be kicking the tires. Sure. Long story short, I think he's going to end up somewhere else. I, just even, of course, the Ravens can match any offer. Yeah. But, but Jackson's heart is not going to be in that team with, with that organization anymore. He's, it, like, it's true. He didn't show up to the playoff game. He, yeah, I think he's over. He's checked, checked the box and he's done there. Uh, so he can't have more rushing value uh, outside of Baltimore. It seems because Greg Roman, the former offensive coordinator created some running plays for him. Uh, the good news is almost anywhere he goes, he'll have more, more targets, <clears throat> better targets than Baltimore because they just do not, incentivize that uh, as a team. I was going to say the Ravens have the worst wide receiver room until the Panthers just traded away DJ Moore. <laughs> but yeah, basically anywhere else he goes. I mean, Mark Andrews is nice, nice tight end. We like likely and Rashad Bateman can play, but he's not, hasn't proven to stay healthy, but yeah, I think it's, I like his prospects almost anywhere else over Baltimore. Interesting that Carolina just didn't pull the trigger on Lamar Jackson. With trading two first round picks, they could have kept DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. Traded the two first, get Lamar Jackson. That would have been an interesting play too. It would have. Uh, so Todd Munkin is the new OC in Baltimore. Uh, his resume isn't super inspiring. Uh, he was the Browns' offensive coordinator in 2019. The team finished 22nd in points, 22nd in yards. Before that, he was Dirk Cutter's OC in Tampa 
with Jameis Winston, that was kind of a mixed bag of results there. I believe that was the 30 interception season for Winston. So yeah, let's get Lamar out of there. Yeah. Let's, Long story short, let's get him out of there. Uh, let's talk about uh, Danny dimes though, Brian. Well, he's, he's obviously staying in New York, so mm-hmm. nothing's really going to change there yeah. a whole lot. Hopefully uh, we can get into, if we think that contract is a good idea or not, that doesn't really <laughs> matter in fantasy football. The, the one thing that stands out one thing that resonated to me was next year. It's just one year, mm-hmm. small sample or whatever, but he, he's uh, going to have a bigger hit against the Giants cap, Daniel, Daniel Jones, than Patrick Mahomes is going to have for the <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> totally makes sense. So, but, you know, Danny Dimes, he, he, he uh, you know, exceeded expectations last year. So we'll see what happens this year. The Giants are probably going to add a wide receiver or two, you would think. They got Barkley still. But, uh, yeah, we'll see yeah, happens. they have to add a wide receiver, but some weapons, you know, he got paid off of that Vikings game and the giants are not going to be playing the Vikings every week. <laughs> That's true. And so I think people are, you know, the, the reasons what, he bias wonder if he's say, sending a thank you card to the Vikings defensive staff Ed Donatel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ed Donatel getting the card in the mail. Ed Donatel send uh, Danny dimes, your Venmo, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, is a free agent. There's a lot of reason to doubt whether Jimmy Garoppolo can succeed outside of Kyle Shanahan's offense. He really never has had a chance much out of Kyle Shanahan's offense, but, uh, he was a middling fantasy producer when, when surrounded by, Really, some Hall of Fame level talent in Debo and George Kittle. Uh, his value pretty much goes down wherever he goes because he's unlikely to be an off- in an offense anywhere as near as good as San Francisco's. Uh, I think that goes without saying. One yeah. of the best offensive lines in the league. He's a backup, or he's going to be a guy that maybe starts the first four weeks in front of Bryce Young or CJ Stroud and or so- Will Levis for the Carolina like from Panthers. The, <laughs> from the Jimmy Garoppolo camp. He wants to be a starter in the league. And I I mean, there's going to be some starting jobs open. There's still about half of the league doesn't have a solid foundation of where they have as a quarterback right now. So I think Garoppolo probably will get a chance to start at the beginning of the season. We just don't know where. Probably an NFC team. There's a lot of NFC yeah. teams. That he, need he's it. not landing on an offense quite like the 49ers. Nope. End of the end of the story there. So, yeah, not too thrilled about wherever he ends up. All right, let's move on to the running back position where Josh Jacobs gets the franchise tag, and Saquon Barkley also got the franchise tag. And interesting to me, Brian, does it seem like? That might be the future of the running back position, especially if you draft a running back in the first round, you, you, you pay them their fifth year option and then you franchise tag them one year. So you get them for the six years and then you let them ride off into the sunset, maybe, maybe four years and then the, the franchise year. But that kind of seems like a good way to play the running back position. If you're drafting a running back in the first or second round. Just, just let them let them go after after doing a franchise tag year. Yeah, if I was if I was with the Giants, um, and for, for whatever reason, Bijan Robinson fell all the, the way down there in, in the twenties. Yeah, and you know you got Barkley. I think, he, I think he probably will he be could. there in the twenties. It's very possible. You know, you you draft him. You got your <laughs> brand new Barkley. You still have old Barkley. You try to make a run this year. You know, things don't look good. You trade Barkley to a contender, and then you got Bijan because they're not going to be paying Barkley. Next year, the, the, no. So, and the Jacobs thing is weird. We, we expect we, we said last year ride Josh Jacobs. The the Raiders are going to ride Josh Jacobs into the yeah. ground. Yeah, Demarco Murray style. Demarco Murray style, which they did, and they'll probably do it again. But now the Giants are going to do that with Barkley. Yeah, and 
I'm kind of, you know, Bar- people are drafting right now, and it's literally, they're drafting Bijan over Barkley, which is nuts because Barkley's going to get 25 carries a game. Bijan's probably going to get like... You have to be bullish on both Jacobs and Barkley for playing sure. on a tag like this. Yeah, in redraft leagues without a doubt. Now, oh. in Dynasty, they're, they're getting old. Sadly, <laughs> Barkley's what... 27 almost. Yeah. Time flies. Um, uh, a name that's getting old, but he's really not that old. David Montgomery. What do you think of his prospects in the free agent market, Brian? Yeah, turns 26 in June, so he's right tail end of his prime. But uh, <laughs> since his rookie 26, year. six, the tail end of his prime. Running backs, it's a tough life, man. It's a tough life they live. They really just <laughs> churned and burned. But um Monty's yards per carry since his rookie year, 3.7, 4.3, 3.8, 4.0. Not very good at all, but yards per carry doesn't tell the whole story. Um, Montgomery was top 15 and avoided tackle rates in three of his four seasons behind a mostly below average offensive line in Chicago. Yeah. And, you know, he was splitting time with Khalil Herbert, of course, who kind of looked better. So long story short, and mm-hmm. Justin Fields, an uh, amazing rushing quarterback, I think I think his prospects are better wherever he ends up, and I think Carolina certainly in the mix for running back. Um, Denver could be because where is Javante Williams might not be ready for the season mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, so uh, I, I think wherever Montgomery ends up, be a, he'll be given a chance to produce a little more than he had in Chicago recently. Yeah, uh, Miles Sanders is a free agent uh, coming off a really good year uh, in Philly. Uh, but the Eagles really never made him the focal point of the rushing attack. It was because of the scheme, uh, maybe because Jalen Hurts is frankly awesome, especially near the stripe, or because Sanders just can't be a three-down bell cow. Um, Pro Football Focus graded Sanders as the bottom-ranked running back as a receiver. Derrick Henry watches Sanders' film and then laughs at Miles Sanders' hands. It's true. It's true. Derrick Henry, he's always laughing at others. Uh, also, PFF grades Sanders as the 38th ranked pass blocker. That's not very good for a guy who's a starting running back. Um, will another team use Miles Sanders more or differently? I'm not really sure. Uh, it, it's, it seems like he's just kind of a guy. Yeah, he's he's a Jag. Maybe he's a Jacksonville Jaguars backup. (laughs) Um, Good news. His next team won't have a quarterback stealing double digit rushing touchdowns. I think there's a decent chance he just resigns in Philly, too. Speaking of a a Jag or an ex Jag, Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Turns 20, turned 28 in January. So he's an old man now. Not long ago. I think it was 2017. The fourth overall pick. Yeah. By my Jaguars, big, big whoopsie <laughs> there. But um, I'm not, I don't really want to hear about Leonard Fournette anymore. He's, he's going to be a backup wherever he ends. He's not a starter. Don't you think it's kind of uh, the, the way of LaShawn McCoy, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, where he's just like kind of a forgotten asset at this point? Pretty much. And, and granted, Tampa Bay did not have a great offensive line, but Fournette dead last in this free agent class of running backs and yards after contact. So you you can't always blame that on, on the offensive line. In most cases you can. So I'm not really, there's other free agent running backs more excited about seeing where they end up than Leonard Fournette. Well, maybe Devin Singletary is one of those guys. Uh, He's probably out in Buffalo as James cook likely inherits his job in Buffalo. Did, Did you hear the thing that James cook's middle name is Dalvin? Yeah, I heard that. And Dalvin cook's middle name is James. (laughs) <laughs> some serious brotherly love uh 
Devin Singletary is one of the best pass blockers in free agency. He's got pretty low mileage on him, too, never topping 214 carries in a season. Uh, but he's never been a bell cow, probably because he's he's little. He's 5'7". Uh, decent receiver, but not a natural receiver like a James White. He's probably a rotational back, just as he was with another team. Um, but it would be interesting to see a guy like Devin Singletary. <clears throat> he seems like a... I like a Kansas City Chiefs kind of a guy. Oh, that'd be so gross. Like, yeah. like, like, doesn't it seem like that kind of player would just sign with the Chiefs on like a mid-budget deal and split the backfield with Pacheco? Yeah, and they probably just want the the inside info on Buffalo more than anything. That's probably <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, how about Damian Harris, Brian? Uh, Damian Harris. Charge loves Damian Harris. We should. He spent way too much of the season on. On the injured list. Well, the last three years, here is games played, starting the most recent, uh, mm-hmm. 11, 15, and 10. So he's only sort of played one full season. Mm-hmm. So he's not the most durable back out there. When healthy, he was effective, averaged 4.7 yards per carry. But I feel like that was more being a Patriot because they love to run. Because <laughs> they just run and they over and over. And that was before Ramondre line. was there, yeah, too. Yeah, before Ramondre really popped off. And then, of course, Ramondre looked like the better back, even when both were healthy. So... Mm-hmm. I need to see, I'm not like, it's not like wherever Damian Harris ends up, I'm in. He's that talented a back. I mean, he's a, he's a good running back, don't get me wrong, but he needs to find a nice soft place to land for me to, yeah, know, absolutely. to be interested on draft day. Uh, Jamal Williams was the NFL's leading touchdown scorer last year. That blows my mind. Yep, 17 still. touchdowns. He's headed to free agency. He's kind of getting up there. Uh, he's a finisher. He's the 10th most yards after contact last year, but that number drops the 38th in average yards after contact, which is bizarre. <clears throat> Um, he's not a dynamic runner, finished 48th in breakaway runs per carry, although he saw a lot of stacked boxes in short yardage. He doesn't catch. Best case scenario, he probably just stays in Detroit because we know how he'll be used there. Uh, second best scenario, he joins another skilled backfield with a split where he's the short yardage specialist. Maybe, maybe a place like Buffalo, maybe a place like Kansas City, something like that. Another former Kansas City Chiefs running back, Kareem Hunt. He wanted to be traded from the Browns midseason, but he didn't. What happened, Brian? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what, are, what happened to Kareem Hunt in general? Remember, <laughs> it was his rookie year. He was awesome. He looked like Jamal Charles With part two. I remember it was the first game of the season, like the Thursday night opener, and he had like the four touchdowns, and I think, I think it was against the Patriots. But uh, Hunt turns 28 in August. That's old again, but... He should have a lot of tread left on the tires outside of that. His rookie year, he hasn't carried 200 uh, top 200 carries in any, in any other season. He's always kind of been the, the change of pace back. Mm-hmm. So I would love for him just to get a shot like in Carolina, um, maybe in Denver. If Javante Williams yeah. is to miss an extended amount of time, just to be the guy again, because I don't remember exactly. He, he, he at, least to, at least to be the one a right. in a one a one B kind of situation. because when he was with the chiefs, his rookie year, he looked like he was going to be a hall of fame running back. And then he derailed his career essentially in his life for a little while, got yeah. back on track a little bit, got another, or got a second chance with the Browns, but he's never, you know, he's always been the, uh, you know, the Robin to Nick Chubb's Batman. So, uh, I, I'm very, uh, so like this whole exercise is good for, Anyone doing best ball drafts right now mm-hmm. or startup dynasty, dynasty leagues, leagues yeah. or even if you're looking to make a trade, um, 
in your dynasty league because right now all these free pending free agents they're at, they come at a discount. Yeah, and they're not going to get they're not going to really lose any value because they're already discounted so much because yes. everyone's kind of like hesitant because they don't know where they're going to play. But they 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 land in the right spot. Like Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. ends up in Carolina as their starting running back. Granted, it's not going to be a great offense. His ADP as it stands right now will jump up three rounds, roughly, something like that. Yeah, so. and what if he ends up in New Orleans or something like that? And Alvin Kamara is looking at yeah, a, a long suspension. That so he's the guy I've been targeting in baseball right now, just hoping I th- I, he's got the talent that he's the running back, I'm most excited, free agent running back, I'm most excited to see where he lands. Last running back we'll mention is uh, Jarek McKinnon, and I, I guess I have to get this one out for Jarek McKinnon yeah. because... Uh, yeah, I called that one a little bit. Uh, improbably found his stride in year seven, uh, weeks one through 12. He was RB50, and from week 13 forward, he was RB2, making him maybe one of the least likely league winners in memory. He was uh, probably like wide receiver, like 22, because he was really yeah. more so the receiving than, than the rushing, and he was doing the damage. Eight receiving touchdowns in the final six weeks. Wow. So, uh, yeah, uh, Jarek McKinnon. I mean, talking about long in the tooth, I mean, his teeth got to be like, you know, saber tooth tiger tusks or something like that. Uh, You got to think that McKinnon's best option is to just stay in Kansas City as long as he can. Yeah, I don't see like, yeah, anyone who's leaving, we're going to talk about a few Chiefs wide receivers. Anyone leaving Kansas City, he's like, oh, it's going to be better off in other places. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the wide receivers and tight ends that might make a difference in, uh, you know, the next the next couple of rounds of your best ball drafts, your dynasty drafts, anything like that. Coming up next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And we're back to Fantasy Football Weekly. Matt Harrison along with Brian Johnson this week. Hey, Matt. Huh? Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Good. No, I haven't seen you in a while. So I had to say hi again. It's true. We, we went on a break. When we take a break, we literally like take a break from each other and then we come that's back. Tr- and that's true. I haven't seen you since, what, December? Something like that. Yeah. It's good to see you. It's, it's, it's been a while. How, 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 how are the, how's the new puppy? 
It's a handful. Yeah. I saw that uh, you, you tweeted a picture of her and Christopher Walken. They look very similar. Someone pointed that out to me. I didn't realize it. And first I was like, no. And then the more I looked at it, I was like, wow. You were like, it does. Wow. Only in like certain light, like when it's really bright, like it really brings out her walking like eyes. All right. Let's talk about some of the wide receivers out there. And um, I'm trying to find the tweet, but uh, Ian Hartitz, who's kind of a friend of the program, uh, he tweeted out uh, something about some of the last decade of free agent wide receivers and how they almost never work out. Like the best one has been Christian Kirk. And that was, that was the best one by far. It certainly wasn't Kenny Galladay no. in recent memory or uh, Marquez Valdez. Scantling. My guy, Allen Robinson, oh. but I still love you, Allen Robinson. I'm not giving up on you. Yeah, it's, it's been a disaster. But Juju Smith-Schuster hits free agency for a second straight year. What do you think uh, Juju's going to do-do? We I alluded to this before the break. I don't care where Juju ends. I don't, I don't even care if Juju stays on the Chiefs, to be honest with you. Only two games over 100 yards with Kansas City. Technically, it was only two games over 90 yards because he had like 88 and 89. Yeah. But I don't like being that much of a stickler. Sure. Like, you never even top 90 yards. But only two games over 100 yards. Only three touchdowns with Kansas City last year, including the playoffs. Clyde Edwards Hilaire had three receiving touchdowns in just 10 games. Juju, like, Juju had the he, twice as many games. He had 20 games. He had his chance. He didn't, he didn't come, you know, Kansas City, they'll probably bring in, if he, even if he stays, God, I, don't, I don't, things will be worse off if he goes somewhere else, obviously. You, there's, you can't imagine that they'd sign him to big money, right? No. He, he would probably take a pay cut to stay. He's certainly not going to go to the Eagles. He'll get jumped <laughs> as soon as he gets off the plane. Who they kind of need a slot receiver too. That'd be something else. If they, what, what, what if he just went to the NFC East? What, what about the Giants? <sighs> Thankfully, I don't care anymore. But again, I don't. I don't. Juju is not on my radar whatsoever for the rest of my life. All right, Jacoby Myers was a quietly consistent flex level producer uh, as a as a Patriots wide receiver, which is impressive. From week five forward, he averaged four catches for 50 yards and about half a touchdown per game. That's roughly 12 PPR points. That's enough to be a flex starter in most cases. Uh, Tried to find some advanced stats about uh, Jacoby Myers to be particularly good at anything. Nothing. He's just kind of a dude. Um, Five years, he's never topped 900 yards or six touchdowns. He had that long open of his career where he had never scored. I think he went like 20 some games without scoring a touchdown to start his career. Jacoby Myers, just a, just an average slot guy. That's what it looks like. Um, looks like on paper yeah. for sure. But it, you know, new England worst place in the world to be a wide receiver. Sure. Basically, unless you were Randy Moss in 2007 outside of that, but, like, there's been no success at the wide receiver position for the Patriots. And I, I I test Jacoby can make play. I, I'm excited to see where he, if he gets put in the right spot, I think he could surprise some people. Uh, and if he stays healthy, interesting spot after the Vikings dropped Adam Thielen, maybe, maybe Minnesota for Jacoby Myers is kind of a sneaky landing spot, kind of on a prove it deal kind of yeah. thing. And play he, he's a, play not a, along Justin Jefferson. He's not a solely a slot guy either. Yeah. He can line up outside. Sure. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be an interesting spot. And the guy we're about to talk about here, I think could end up in Minnesota as DJ well. DJ Wiki Wiki Shark. Yeah, or, or it would be a good, a good fit for DJ. Uh, turns 27 in September, so he's still got uh, plenty of gas left in the tank. Unlike Adam Thielen, who I just had to laugh. Granted, not knocking Thielen whatsoever, mm-hmm. 
Great Borderline career. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, sure, certainly but, will be in the Vikings who, ring of honor. Whoever first reported it, I think it was uh, Tom Pelissero, but it just in his tweet, he's like, still with plenty of gas left in the tank. Thielen was, was looking to contend, you know, sign up the contender. You're like, plenty of gas in the tank. Did you watch football last year? Yeah. If he wasn't getting it done with Justin Jefferson getting triple covered and dealing uh, anyway. And TJ Hawkinson drawing a lot of coverage for the second half of the year. Yeah. Thielen's 33. So, so yeah. I guess but we'll not feel him to dog out. Let's yeah. get that over no, with. We just so, got it out of the way. How about, uh, I don't DJ think anything's Chark? better. He's not gonna be better off anywhere else. If he didn't get yeah. it done in Minnesota last yeah. year. So, uh, DJ Chark though, I think, uh, I like his prospects. If he can stay healthy, the problem is he's played just 15 games over the last two seasons with, uh, the Lions last year, and then with Jacksonville the year before. He was drafted 61st overall by the Jags in 2018, so he was somewhat of a blue-chip prospect. Uh, he broke out in his second year with 1,000-plus yards and eight touchdowns. But since then, he's struggled with injury, has totaled just 10 touchdowns in the three seasons since. But again, if he can stay healthy and lands in the right spot, like if he signs with Minnesota and he's the opposite Justin Jefferson, yeah. who's still going to see double coverage every game, well, I think Chark uh, is very intriguing. So he's the guy I've been scooping up and just hoping he gets, uh, you know, lands in a good spot, starting gig, nice offense. And wherever yada, yada. he lands, it's probably the best quarterback of his career. For sure. I mean, that, Goff was decent, but Goff he, only, he, decent. he didn't even play. He only played like nine, ten games last year. But Wait. Yeah. Nine times. Nine times. I was waiting to use that button. Yeah. All right. Alan Lazard, uh, he's a Packer. Well, at least he will was a Packer. Uh, with Devontae Adams gone last season, everything was in place for Alan Lazard's breakout year, and he went backwards. Uh, he's a clear second wide receiver at best, maybe a third option, and that was on an Aaron Rodgers offense, and he's probably not going to sign in a spot where he's going to get a better quarterback. Uh, seventh worst cushion, 15th worst separation per next-gen stats. We've seen him score touchdowns. He's had 14 over the last two years. Maybe that's like the hope is that he finds a landing spot where he can just be like a short yardage threat. You know, like that's another one where you're just like, if you're a big Alan Lazard fan, you hope he ends up in Kansas city or you hope he ends up in Buffalo or you hope he ends up, you know, as Justin Herbert's uh, third wide receiver. Yeah. I'm not, not too thrilled yeah. about wherever Alan Lazard ends up and, uh, Definitely not. I don't even want to get into this next guy, but we will for a second. Miko Hardman, mm-hmm. another chief. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to say dislike, but I'm just. I'm about excited it's about Miko Hardman ends up as I am about Juju Smith. <laughs> All I want to do is just go back and see what Kansas City could have done instead of drafting Hardman in the second round, 56th overall in 2017. Mm-hmm. They could have had wide receivers in the same range, like. E.K. Metcalf. Oh, God. Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin. Terry. All could have been Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so, but again, anyone leaving Kansas City, you're not going to be like, oh, they're going to do better here. Nope. <laughs> and not especially not Hardman. I, we didn't I, get done in Kansas City ever. So I would contend even in kind of a shaky wide receiver draft class that it's probably better taking a rookie wide receiver than any of these guys that we've mentioned in, in drafts this year, if you, especially if you're doing early best ball drafts, I, you can wait five or six rounds and take a rookie wide receiver over Juju or Jacoby Myers. Yeah, this is the least exciting 
free agency wide class. receiver yeah. class that I can remember. So, and the last one we're going to talk about is Paris Campbell, a charge favorite. No, Paris. Uh-huh. Uh, last year, his fourth season, Campbell finally played a full year with okay results, 600 yards, three scores. In fairness, the Colts were just bad. They were diseased. Uh, and it was catching passes from the undead corpse of Matt Ryan, first-time starter Sam Ellinger, Ellinger, sorry, and journeyman Nick Foles. What, what a trio of quarterbacks That's right there. Brutal. Uh, back to the combine. He was an athletic freak, though. Top 90% guy at just about everything. His ideal landing spot is a team that needs a starting slot wide receiver like New England, Baltimore, Cleveland, uh, tons of other teams. Uh, several options for him. But he's a slot guy and it, it, like the prototypical slot guy that is maybe four or five catches a game and you hope he breaks one. But but that's that's the high end. That's the upside for Paris Campbell is a five catch game, in my opinion. Yeah, that's enough Paris Campbell talk. For me. OK, uh, let's go move on to the tight end position. Dalton Schultz is a free agent and would be surprising to me if he left Dallas. But what do you think? Well, I don't know if they're going to be able to afford to pay him. <laughs> so I, I, I'm pretty much envisioning he's gone. I've been scooping up Jake Ferguson everywhere I can in the last <laughs> round, anticipating that Dalton Schultz leaves. Um, Washington would certainly be an interesting, interesting landing yeah. spot for Schultz. Um, turns 27 in July, still pretty young, tight end standards. Um, his first two seasons, he's really spent uh, most of them as a backup, so not a lot of wear and tear on Schultz. But, man, Dallas was such a tight end friendly offense and has been for like – yeah. 20 years, it seems like. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's not like he was really compete. Jake Ferguson and I was named Peyton Hender shoot shot. They were <laughs> they were stealing some snaps. Sure. But um, wherever Schultz ends up, he's likely going to be the main guy. But I really want to see where it is. But I don't think it can get any better than Dallas for him. No, that, it, it seems like that was a, a good landing spot for yeah. him. And, and the spot, it may be better than the talent. Mm-hmm. So he, he might get okay. paid like a, a super talented tight end, but I'm not sure if yeah. he, he fits that mold. He wasn't a full on system tight end, but a partial partial yeah. system tight end. Uh, Mike Gasicki obviously wasn't a system tight end in Miami, at least not the new system. Uh, he's got high draft pedigree though. And a, a, a really, you know, the, the perfect designed body to play tight end, but it's just never come together for Mike Gesicki. He limps into free agency off his worst season <laughs> since his rookie year. Uh, he only started one game last year for, for Miami. What does that mean? I don't know. He wasn't on the field for the first snap or yeah. something like that, but because he, he's not a, he's never been a, a prototypical tight end in that he, he doesn't block. Yeah. And you don't want that in fantasy football, though. So that's a good thing in yeah. my mind. But uh, he, he was just never a good fit in Miami. He was more of a wide receiver, and they had much better wide receivers on Miami. Yeah, they, they and certainly And Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. But um, I'm sorry if you weren't done with Kostiki no. yet, but he's another guy who I've been grabbing in late uh, in drafts because if he, you know, I'm not calling him Travis Kelsey, but he's like Travis Kelsey, light, light. Like he could be <laughs> light, light. He could be, <laughs> you know, he, essentially a wide receiver that mm-hmm. you can put in your tight end position in fantasy football. He's kind of that kind of, he doesn't block. He used to always lined up in the slot or outside. And if he's in a, gets sent to a high functioning offense, uh, I'm intrigued by Gasicki based on his price tag. He's like barely 
inside the top 200 players right now. So an, an interesting yeah. landing spot. We've talked about this a little bit because of the trade, but how about Carolina? Like yeah. that, that, that would be a kind of a cool landing spot for him because he'd probably be the top receiving option <laughs> right. yeah. immediately yeah. in Carolina. I like that. And, and you could get him at a pretty sizable discount over some of the free agent wide receivers because his tight ends go for less than wide receivers. Yeah, I'm with that. I like that idea. Uh, Hayden Hurst is the last guy on the list. And, and Brian, I know that uh, he's near and dear to your heart. Yeah, Hayden Hurst, most famous for getting drafted by the Ravens with the mm-hmm. 25th overall pick in 2018. Seven picks before Lamar Jackson. <laughs> 61 picks before the Ravens selected Mark Andrews <laughs> in the fourth round. And Hurst was also picked before Dallas Goddard and Mike Kosicki. So I just never forget that. That's just the weirdest draft in the world. How it Hayden was. Hurst went before yeah, absolutely. Jackson and then Mark Andrews rounds later. But anyways, ugh, turns 30 in August. I'm pretty much out on Hurst in, in redraft and dynasty, obviously. Uh, zero spike weeks in the regular season with the Bengals last year. I yeah, mean, you'd CG think, Zoma you'd, had think like, you'd get a little bit more out of him his, from, from that standpoint. Yeah, his best game was six catches, 53 yards, and a touchdown, he only, which is a good game, but That's that was his game. only yeah. good game. He only scored one other touchdown the rest of the season and never topped 60 yards at all. Like, he just... You can't he, get a better situation than... No them walking into that one too. No, and, and of course you're competing for targets in the, the Bengal or he was with T Higgins and Jamar chase, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Hearst doesn't have like the skill set to go somewhere and just be an impact player. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm the, it, it didn't work out. I was really in on him last year when he was sure. with the Bengals I was yeah. expecting something, but got nothing. So, Kind of dead to me now. Sorry, is, Hayden Hurst. Is Dan, Ar- like an awesome is Dan guy. Arnold a free agent, by the way? No, unfortunately not. He's, he's still under contract. He's locked in. If Yeah, he's one more year <laughs> with Jacksonville. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to get emotional. I'm, I'm, I got nothing against Evan Ingram. And I'm not going to say Dan Arnold is a better player than Evan Ingram. But comparable skill sets. Arnold would have put up great numbers <laughs> if Evan Ingram was not on the Jaguars last year. And they, they just tagged Engram in Jacksonville, so he'll be there again. Mm-hmm. But I'm very excited for the team overall, but yeah. I don't know. Dan Arnold's <laughs> just going to have to wait one more year, or he'll need injury. But uh, And on the Dan Arnold note, we wrap up the show. That's usually uh, how it goes. You can follow Brian on Twitter at BTXJ. You can follow me on Twitter at Explosive Output. You uh, can follow Dan Arnold who follows me on Twitter. That's true. That's I don't, the I don't most know his, important. I don't know his handle, though, off the top it, of my head. Just search Dan Arnold. At Dan Arnold. Yeah. Maybe. Just, just look at my top eight on my like, like, They're all Dan Arnold. Wait, isn't that MySpace? It is. There are probably people out there like the 20 year olds like, what the hell is he talking about? Top eight? You know, MySpace? If uh, Elon threw in a top eight a la MySpace onto Twitter, would that be a, an improvement? I would rule. And then the, the, <laughs> the profile, you got like, you remember you had your own song you yeah. could put on your page? That was fun. Oh, yeah. MySpace was peak. <laughs> <laughs> for, for about three Social. months <laughs> but that's then then the whole world went to hell absolutely all right well we'll uh we're gonna hope that charge is feeling better and ready to go next week and we'll be back uh with another fantasy football weekly next friday uh thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you later fantasy football weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex.